Good morning for Thursday, March 31st, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Panic and heroism greeted crisis at Japan nuclear plant. In Libyan foreign minister defects despite panicked rebel retreat. In today's national headlines, an odd alliance. The business lobby and the Tea Party. And Gabrielle Giffords is a factor, though she's not yet in the race. In today's financial headlines, abrupt departure for a man seen as Buffett's heir. Treasury sees a $23.6 billion profit from bailouts. And stress testing shows banks in Ireland are still ailing. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, the latest from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories reported from Tokyo by Ken Belson is titled, Panic and Heroism Greeted Crisis at Japan Nuclear Plant. With the power out, trucks were parked in a circle with their lights on, creating a shadowy stage. A manager from Tokyo Electric Power Company explained how the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear plant had been slammed by a tsunami rocked by hydrogen explosions and become highly radioactive. Some workers wept. That was the scene at Jay Village, 12 miles south of the plant, on the night of March 15th. Hundreds of firefighters, self-defense forces, and workers from Tokyo Electric Power convened there, arguing long and loudly about how best to restore cooling systems and prevent nuclear fuel from overheating. Complicating matters, a lack of phone service meant that they had little input from superiors. There were so many ideas, the meeting turned into a panic, said one longtime Tokyo Electric veteran present that day. He made the comment in an interview with the New York Times, one of several interviews that provided a rare glimpse of the crisis as the company's workers experienced it. There were serious arguments between the various sections about whether to go, how to use electrical lines, which facilities to use, and so on. The quarreling echoed the alarm bells ringing throughout Tokyo Electric, which has been grappling with an unprecedented set of challenges since March 11th, when the earthquake and tsunami upended northeastern Japan. It is also a rare glimpse, through interviews, emails, and blog posts, into the problems faced by the thousands of often anxious but eager Tokyo Electric Power employees working to re-establish order. Many of them, especially the small number charged with approaching damaged reactors and exposing themselves to unusually high doses of radiation, are viewed as heroes, preventing the nuclear calamity from becoming even more dire. But unlike their bosses, the frontline workers have remained almost entirely anonymous. In the interviews and in some email and published blog items, Several line workers expressed frustration at the slow pace of the recovery efforts, sometimes conflicting orders from their bosses, and unavoidable hurdles like damaged roads. In many cases, the line workers want the public to know that they feel remorse for the nuclear crisis, but also that they're trying their best to fix it. My town is gone, wrote a worker named Emiko Uino in an email obtained by the Times. My parents are still missing. I still cannot get in the area because of the evacuation order. I still have to work in such a mental state. This is my limit. In Tokyo on March 14th, workers on transmission and distribution teams were told that the assignment was dangerous and that they could opt out. Few did. 
teams on March 16th went to the Daiichi plant where they jury-rigged a connection that carried electricity from a nearby substation to the plant. But the work they did has yet to provide the turning point it once seemed to promise. The main reactor buildings are either too badly damaged or too laden with radioactivity to readily reconnect plumbing and electrical systems, and fellow workers at the plant now face even more severe hazards in keeping the reactors cool by pouring water on the fuel in the reactors and spent fuel pools. Even in the Tokyo office of the power company, the lights and heaters are shut off to save energy. Many people wear coats at their desks and go home when it gets dark. The nuclear crisis is far from over. Their company faces possible bankruptcy or nationalization, and many workers fear for their jobs.